Welcome to ASRM Today, a podcast that takes a deeper dive into the current topics in reproductive medicine. I'm Jeffrey Hayes, and today on the show, we are talking about some offerings coming up at ASRM 2023 in New Orleans with Dr. Gloria Richard Davis. Welcome back to the show, Dr. Richard Davis. Thanks, Jeff. It's so exciting to be here with you. I'm really excited about our upcoming conference. I know. It's fantastic. I can't believe it's already here. Um, first off, if you could just tell us a little bit about your, your chairing a, a postgraduate course uh, entitled uh, Reproductive Injustice, the Past, the Present, and Opportunities for Change. This will be on Sunday, October the 15th from 1 to 5 p.m. What, what can you tell our listeners about this? So uh, our working uh, diversity, equity, and inclusion committee submitted the application and uh, and was excited that it got accepted. You know, this year's meeting is really focusing on diversity, and we thought it was important to uh, to really address some of the reproductive injustices that have happened historically, but also in contemporary context, right? Um, Dr. Plowden, Tori Plowden, and Dr. Amanda uh, Adelaide and I will be uh, the speakers in this course. And as you said, it's from one to five uh, Sunday afternoon. Uh, it's our PG-16 uh, course. So if you have not already registered, we would love to have you attend that. Um, we, you know, it, 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 it will be an interactive session and at the end, we really want to leave an open session for questions and discussion as it relates to uh, to reproductive uh, injustices. Absolutely. And speaking of the diversity, uh, equity, and inclusion, uh, uh, what what is this about a men- the mentoring program? What are some details on that? Yeah. So so again, really excited about um, the program that we have been able to put together. First of all, I have to say uh, thank you to Serono because I wrote uh, a small grant to actually support this program and uh, and was awarded funding one year and has been have been extended for a second year of funding. So really excited. Um, what we chose to do because our working DEI committee. One of uh, one of our uh, charge is to diversify the workforce in reproductive medicine, and so we I looked at the data uh, from ACGME from our our graduate medical education courses, and it's clear that we have a lot of opportunities there. There's only three percent uh, Black and Hispanic um, fellows in our training programs. And I had done, we had done a webinar on uh, diversity, equity, inclusion, I think talked about mentoring. So after that webinar, I got a call from a resident who was in uh, Oakland, California, in a training program. It was a community training program. And one of the things she asked about was the opportunity to do research. Because what we know, I pulled the the, uh, program director survey from the fellowship directors. And in it, they talk about what factors they really look at to decide on the selection of their fellows. And research was number one. So residents who are in uh, programs that's not affiliated with REI fellowships 
don't really have the opportunity to interact directly with fellowship program faculty and to really perhaps do some meaningful research in REI. And so what we have basically created is a mentoring program where we have recruited underrepresented OBGYN residents from across the country who are in programs that do not have an REI fellowship affiliated with them. We have a virtual platform that is uh, produced by UpSquad, and I've used it uh, in, in my role as executive director for DEI at University of Arkansas for medical science, so I'm very familiar with it. So using that same platform, it's kind of like LinkedIn. So you create, uh, you create your profile. We've recruited some faculty mentors, both in the clinical arena and in the research arena. And our steering committee for our, um, for our grant has helped to recruit uh, some colleagues from SREI, from other special interest group like health disparity, fibroids, and looked at individuals who have a pretty good research track record. That was, that was really one of the key areas we wanted to focus on. So we recruited uh, mentors and we have been pleased with the response that we've gotten. And then I got a list of the various programs uh, through ACGME, residency programs, and kind of went through them, checked the, the box of the ones that didn't have an REI. Because we only have um, about 141 positions around the country in, in REI fellowships, right? So we don't have that many programs, 40, 40 some programs. So chose those residency programs. We sent out a letter to their program directors explaining what we were doing, that we're trying to recruit um, residents to, uh, to participate in this and really to raise awareness. Because when you think about the OBGYN residency program, we really don't get exposed to reproductive endo and infertility in many instances until much later in the residency program. And if you're going to apply to the fellowship and you wanna be as competitive as possible, you really need to get an earlier start. And so we're trying to increase awareness in the first, second year. So very, being very intentional in recruiting those residents. And what we've done is, I mean, I've reached out personally to program directors that I know. We're going to have the meeting in New Orleans which actually is my home base. I'm an LSU New Orleans alum. And so uh, I reached out to all three programs that's in New Orleans, LSU, Tulane, and Auctioner, and they're all on board. So all of their residents have registered in our platform. We're gonna take the opportunity while we're down there to meet them personally. We have already matched some residents with their mentor. And in fact, one of the um, goals of the grant was to identify what we call uh, a diversity fellow, right? So the Serono Diversity Fellow. 
And we selected uh, one of the OBGYN residents who was at Morehouse School of Medicine. She was in her third year at the time, Lauren Gibbs. So Lauren was paired with uh, Kim Thornton and uh, other faculty through Boston IVF. She went up, she did a clinical rotation with them. She's done research with them. She has an abstract in this year's meeting and she is receiving the award at this year's meeting at the uh, Serono booth on Monday at 10 a.m. So we're excited about that. Um, she also matched in her REI fellowship this year. So she matched at Rutgers. So she's really excited about, uh, about starting her fellowship coming next June. So a lot of, of great things happening in this, in this space. And we'll continue to expand on that as much as we can. We also have some very uh, small mini research grants. So for Lauren, we gave her uh, like a $5,000 grant through Boston IVF so that she could conduct the research uh, and then have travel money for the conference. So the other awards will be slightly smaller than that, but still what we're asking the mentor and mentee pair to do, once they have identified the research project that they are going to uh, conduct, is to submit an application for the mini grant funding. And we have uh, the ability to, with funding to give a, an additional two awards. And so we're hoping that by the end of the year, we will have identified who those grantees are and have another couple of pairs, right, of mentor and mentee research teams on their way. Well, this is, I was going to say, this is absolutely exciting. Uh, how do people, if they want to get in touch with you about this, do they just need to go through? Of course, they can always go through us, ASRM at ASRM.org, or, or is there other ways? Yes. They can also just send me an email to gricharddavis at uams.edu. Uh, we do have administrative support um, that is through Morehouse School of Medicine. We've got, we've partnered with them on that. Uh, Ebony Mackey and Aaron Brown. And so if they send me an email, I will connect them to Ebony and Aaron so that they can get them plugged in to our virtual platform because that's the way that we essentially communicate. If they want to um, be either a clinical mentor or a research mentor, just indicate that in the email and we'll definitely follow up with them. Well, that's wonderful. And, and again, if, you, if, if, if for some reason uh, uh, they can't get in touch with you, please contact us and we will send them in the right direction. Uh, and uh, uh, everyone, there is time to join us in New Orleans for ASRM 2023 to take part in all of these wonderful things. Uh, thank you so much for being able to come on the show and talk about this. Thank you so much. Can I talk about a couple of other things? Absolutely. Okay. So we have our, our mentoring program for our residents. Now, ASRM does uh, a resident program every year called KEEPERS. And don't ask me what it stands for, but it's an acronym for, uh, for engaging OBGYN residents. And so that program is held every year. What we're going to do this year is the underrepresented residents who attend that program 
we're going to make sure and use those networking scheduled opportunities to connect them with underrepresented faculty and mentors. Um, so that's one thing. The other thing is we have a mentoring program. Last year when we were in Anaheim, we recruited residents from uh, Charles Drew. This year we're recruiting, I'm sorry, medical students. This year we're recruiting medical students from LSU, Tulane and Ochsner. So the three schools that are in New Orleans, they're medical students. We have 12 that have already signed up. Last year we only had four. So we've grown exponentially. We have a, a, a pair, we have mentors who have volunteered and we're gonna pair them with the medical students so that they can shadow them through the, um, through the meeting and also uh, attend the ceremony that I mentioned earlier that, that, that Serono is at hosting. And then to go through the exhibit hall and to do a podcast uh, recording with Michael Simone. So really great. Last thing is for our college students, we're, we're hosting a hands-on um, workshop, to, again, to increase awareness in now our earlier students. So LSU Simulation Center, my alum, have provided the center at no cost to us to invite students from local colleges. We're gonna, we're gonna cap it at about 30 students so that we can do hands-on simulation uh, experiences with them and to also give them an overview of just career pathways, right? For reproductive medicine. This is, this is just overwhelming. There's so much going on. Uh, we think so too, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, well I, I guess one thing I have left to say is uh, go Tigers. Yes, that's right. It's <laughs> that's, that's that time of year, everyone. And I'm not being biased. I'm not being, I'm going to get a lot of trouble for saying that probably no, from where, are. from certain areas of where I come from uh, up here in Alabama. But uh, uh, yes, there's, there's time people, please come see us in New Orleans. Please take part in this in ASRM 2023. Again, thank you so much for taking time out to do the show. And until yeah. next time, uh, I'm Jeffrey Hayes and this is ASRM Today. This concludes this episode of ASRM Today. For show notes, author information, and discussions, go to asrmtoday.org. This material is copyrighted by the American Society for Reproductive Medicine and may not be reproduced or used without express consent from ASRM. ASRM Today series podcasts are supported in part by the ASRM Corporate Member Council. The information and opinions expressed in this podcast do not necessarily reflect those of ASRM and its affiliates. These are provided as a source of general information and are not a substitute for consultation with a physician.